When we landed at Heathrow, he turned round, he said to me, now you can tell your friends you slept with Billy Ocean. Hello and welcome to Celebrity Search Engine with me, Abby McCarthy. We've been scouring the internet high and wide and looking at those Google autofill suggestions to find the questions the world most want answered about their favourite celebs. Every week, we're bringing a new guest onto the podcast to face up to the celebrity search engine. We've got the all-important questions. Hopefully, they'll have the answers. Things could get very lively from now on in. All right, let's get started. It's fair to say that when we confirmed our next guest, I was beyond excited. There was some dancing, some singing, and even a little bit of screaming. Many around the world know her as Sporty Spice. It's the legend that is Mel C. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Melanie C., welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. It is an honour to have you as a lifelong supporter of the Spice Girls. This is... This is very exciting. I mean, first of all, can you believe it's been 25 years since release of Wannabe? Like, that's crazy, isn't it? I know. It's insane. It's like, it's so odd because it feels, it does feel like a long time ago. Yeah. But it's gone so quickly and so much has happened. And then there are days when it feels like, did that really happen? (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's been an amazing journey. And, you know, it's funny because it feels like it's not over. Yeah. You know, we did our stadium shows in 2019 and and we are always chatting about things we could do in the future, hopefully when the world gets back to some kind of normality. So, um, yeah, the journey is not over. Yeah, I mean, you're marking it with a celebration, releasing a new version of the record, Wannabe 25. So it's like a vinyl and cassette, isn't it? With the original song on it, a remix, the original demo, which I'm quite excited to hear, mm-hmm. and then a previously unreleased ballad. So excited about this. It's the closest we've got to new Spice Girls music. I know. Well, there are so many more exciting things later on this year. I can't reveal too much, but it was really lovely to have this one particular track. And um, there's some lovely little demos hanging around. So we've been, you know, rifling through the archives and, and, you know, seeing what we thought the fans would really love. Because they're incredible, our fans. They've supported us from day one and continue to do so in everything we do as a band and as individuals. So, um, yeah, we want to try and give them something really nice that they'll love. 25 years of the band, 90 million records sold, I was looking up earlier, just incredible. And I think the thing that people love as fans is it looks like you're having so much fun together as well. 
So what would be like one or two of your favourite moments from your time in the Spice Girls? I'm sure you've got like a hundred, but if you could try and pick, you know, one or two that were just so special that really stand out to you. Well, where do I begin? (laughs) Um, It's funny, you know, because obviously we are celebrating 25 years this year. And so it makes you think back and reminisce and, and all those incredible memories. And, you know, of course, there are well publicized moments, the iconic moments like meeting Nelson Mandela, um, when we, we got up very close and personal to Prince Charles, <laughs> <laughs> Prince's Trust event. So, um, yeah, there are lots that people remember those pictures, the Brits, of course. Mm-hmm. In 1997, the Union Jack dress, that was our big year. We'd been all over the world, want to be in been number one in I think over 30 countries and we were coming home and that was just a big night of celebration a really special moment cut to the Olympics 2012 on top of those taxis incredible obviously being sporty spice that was the (laughs) ultimate and I thought that could never be beaten yeah but then of course we had that incredibly successful stadium tour Mm -hmm. in 2019 which kind of blew us all away it was so wonderful it was probably the most incredible thing we've ever done. And I think because it was all those years later, you know, and we had high expectations of having a fabulous time, but the fans were so incredible. It was amazing. Yeah, I went to one of the stadium shows at at Wembley and it's amazing to see, you know, a new generation of Spice Girls fans. There's people taking their their children, their their grandchildren, and obviously you guys on stage performing Mama and then you're bringing your children out as well. And they get to be like... Oh yeah, my mum's pretty cool. She's a Spice Girl. Yeah, I and was cool for about it. two weeks. It was amazing. <laughs> two weeks. But the Spice Girls have such a legacy. Obviously, you really made your mark on music, but also popular culture. Like, how did you feel when Little Mix thanked you at the Brits the other week? That must have felt pretty cool. Uh, I love that. Absolutely chuffed to bits. I was so happy for them. You know, so well de- deserved. They're brilliant. Love them. Love the yeah. girls. Love them as a band. And, you know, for them to mention the Spice Girls and other girl bands that had come before them, um, it just felt very gracious, you know, very humble. And me and the other girls, we absolutely loved that. We were made up. Yeah. There must be so many bands that are inspired by you. And it's that's so cool to see, isn't it? And you probably hear it all the time. Obviously, since the Spice Girls, you've been killing it on your own as a as a solo artist. Do you prefer being solo or in the group or is it just two very different experiences? Do you know what? They're very, very different mm. and there are pros and cons to both. Yeah. And it was funny because when I got back with the girls in 2019, it was the moment I realised that rather than having these two parts of myself, mm-hmm. I'm all of those things all mm. of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so even on stage as a solo artist, I'm still very much a Spice Girl. Yeah. So that was the moment I thought, you know what, I need to celebrate all these aspects. And that's my album last year, um, it was self-titled, really was about that. It was about celebrating all aspects of yourself. And it was really fun to, to actually be working with the girls as I was in the studio also writing the album. Yeah, your latest album, as you say, Melanie C. It's such a fun record, isn't it? It's got like a big dance energy to it, which I feel like people have probably really been enjoying during this really weird time. But yeah, how was it making this album? Oh, well, it was so weird because it all began when life was how we knew it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've been DJing for a few years and it just really ignited this passion I have for dance music. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was time. My last album was quite electronic, but I just wanted to go a bit more dance and have house influences in there. There's a bit of disco as well. And um, which is so hot. 
in pop music right now, yeah. you know? So it was really fun kind of dipping into those inspirations. And um, yeah, we were finishing the record. I started the promo tour. I was in Australia and COVID hit. And I went on to LA. I had a really, really fun schedule lined up there. And basically it was when everything shut down and mm. I had to get back to the UK. So I had to finish the record and then I had to decide whether or not to release it because mm-hmm. we all didn't know, you know, yeah. how things were going to pan out, did we? So I, I went along with doing it and did all my promo on my couch, <laughs> um, like everyone else who released something at that time. And I'm really glad I did because, you know, the album is very positive. Mm-hmm. It's very upbeat. And I felt, you know, the fans, it was something that really helped them through some of the darker times. And I really enjoyed having that connection at that time with them. It really helped me as much as I feel like it helped them. Mm-hmm. You touched on DJing there. I remember seeing your set at Festafil, I think it was, at House of Vans, Mm -hmm. because I was DJing earlier on the day and then Mm -hmm. just stayed to kind of catch everybody else. And it was so much fun. You played a lot of stuff I didn't expect, I'll be honest. Do you know what's funny? When when you mention any DJ gig, you immediately remember the mistake you made. (laughs) Oh, don't. Yeah, I'm like, which one? Yeah, Yeah, from what bit were you watching? (laughs) Yeah, so I I played Girls and Boys, Blair, and I didn't, and it was a BPM change, and I didn't do the BPM change, and it was... (laughs) and I think in the in the kind of heat of the moment you know I've not been DJing for long so I do get really nervous and not like I didn't even notice but in the crowd you never noticed that either (laughs) I was just there like with my mates having the best time yeah I mean I love it it's it obviously absolutely petrifies me it's something I always wanted to do Mm -hmm. and then I got the opportunity to have a go and I just fell in love with it you know I think being a lover of music Mm -hmm. loving dancing it's fab being able to be in charge of the tunes do you know what I mean and really get a dance floor moving as well so yeah I'm loving it let's talk about some of the things that you're up to now I've been loving you and your bro on Celebrity (laughs) Gogglebox Uh, are you guys close it seems like you've got a really amazing relationship yeah we are actually it's funny because you know obviously when you get older and he travels a lot with his work as I do so there's often times when we don't see each other for weeks maybe months even but this has been lovely because we get our little weekly opportunity to sit down watch the telly and um, it's made me realize how close we are you know we we grew up together we have the same mum and he's my half brother and my mum and stepdad used to work a lot you know they were um gigging at weekends that my mum's a singer my stepdad's a bass player so I was always babysitting babysitting duties <laughs> which so I'm sure you didn't like then to be I fair I didn't like it then and the pay was really rubbish um but yeah he used to keep on my secrets like when I used to have like boys come around the house that I wasn't allowed and he'd like keep it shtum for me so um yeah he's a good little bro oh I love that <laughs> I didn't realize though your your parents were in music yeah my mum and stepdad oh my god tell me about that that's so cool okay so my mum has been in band since she was 14 Mm -hmm. and she was like a bit of a rebel in her family and has been dragged home from many a gig and rehearsal studio Um, yeah she started off doing folk music Mm -hmm. and she does lots of soul and rock I mean she's kind of done everything amazing and yeah I mean she'd still be out there gigging if there was any gigs around (laughs) Um, but yeah she's amazing she's 72 now and she still gigs and she still gigs love to see that what an inspiration yeah she is absolutely incredible and you've recently been announced as a new coach for the voice kids so are you looking forward to that well it's all in the can actually (gasps) oh Oh, okay okay so how's it been how's it been okay so I was really chuffed to bits to get this gig. You know, those big red chairs. I've always had my eye on one. Oh, yeah. You know, of all the shows, The Voice is the one that I love. And then to do the kids show, it's so much fun. And 
everyone's brilliant on it. Fell in love with Pixie. I'd not worked with her before. And Danny as well. He's lovely. And of course, Will I Am is amazing on the show. So we had an absolute blast. That is a Christmas special. And um, I can't give too much away, but it's extraordinary. The kids are amazing. And they just grow so quickly in such a short space of time as well. So I love that experience. I hope I get the opportunity to do it again. Yeah, what kind of coach were you? Were you quite chill? Were you strict? I'm trying to imagine it. I I think I was pretty hands-on, actually. It was really good because it being lockdown, you know, I was there, I was available. Mm-hmm. And I'd like I'd, I'd go down and I'd see the kids on days, you know, when we weren't filming and they were rehearsing with the band and doing different things. So I, I think I felt quite maternal towards yeah, okay. them. Um, yeah, so it was lovely. And I, I just, yeah, I, I felt like I had a huge responsibility, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard, you know, feeling like you were doing them justice. But um, I think we, we did well in the end. Now we're up to date in all the things in Melanie C's world. Let's get to the crux of the podcast. So before we go any further, yeah. let me explain how the rest of today is going to work. So okay. We've, we've searched the internet. We found everything that the people really want to know about you. So it's time for you to face the celebrity search engine. Are you ready? <sighs> ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Give us those answers that the world is desperate to know (laughs) once and for all. So we all know that the autofill on Google can throw up some interesting questions. But what happens when we put in your name and the word who, first of all? So easy one to start with. Mm -hmm. Who is Mel C? Mel C otherwise known as Sporty Spice, eh? is one-fifth of the biggest girl bands of all time. Yes, I like it, the modesty. <laughs> Facts. Too old to be modest. <laughs> okay, now people want to get nosy. Who has Mel C dated? Oh, who has Mel C dated? Um, <laughs> well, this, sadly, this this isn't the most interesting um, answers because I haven't really dated many people. Um, I, I feel very uncomfortable answering this question. Um, <laughs> there's been lots of rumours. Mm-hmm. Um, I do probably my most rock and roll um, alleged romance was with Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. Alleged? Um, it was alleged, okay, yeah. Okay. So we were friends. Yeah. Um, it wasn't romantic, but we hung out a little bit when I was over in LA. And actually, I have a tattoo on the base of my... St- Fine. And he designed it and he was there. He oh. took me to his tattoo artist friend. And um, yeah, so that's the truth behind that one. Yeah. Um, no one really that interesting. My daughter takes the mickey out of me <laughs> because I think I maybe had one or two dates with Robbie Williams back in the day. <gasps> Did you? Um, that must have been funny. It was a very, very long time ago <laughs> and I was a big Take That fan. So that was really fun. Um, but yeah, nothing really came of that. But yeah, my daughter thinks it's really funny. Um, <laughs> Um, Who else? Probably other people that you wouldn't be interested in. And I suppose the only other person who people would remember is Jay from Five. Um, Oh, of course. So we dated for a little while. And and he's lovely and he's still a friend. And we we don't see each other very often, but we stay in touch. Oh, I love that. Who do you think you are? I mean, I couldn't resist. I I I am. We had to do that one. Um, You know what? I think at this point in my life, I am, um, I suppose, what am I? Who who do I think I am? (laughs) Well, I think I'm a Spice Girl. (laughs) 
Um, a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny, isn't it, when you look at Wikipedia about yourself and there's all these mm. words like entrepreneur, <laughs> businesswoman. And I'm like, seriously, none mm. of that shit. I am, you know, I'm an artist. I love making music. Mm. I love performing. I love being a mum. Mm. And um, yeah, they're the things that keep me going. Mm. Because you were a Spice Girl from, you know, such a young age and it, and it was such a whirlwind. Did that ever kind of make you question your identity a little bit because it was like your whole life was was that at one point and then you were kind of yeah. took some time away and you were like what what yeah what does it mean to be me and when you've actually got time to yourself you know what are your interests what are your hobbies because mm-hmm. your life was consumed by being this this mega pop star in the biggest band in the world yeah it's really hard and I think if you're young when if you're lucky enough for something like that mm. to happen to you you are you know quite quickly thrust into the public eye mm-hmm. written about by the media yeah, and extensively as well yeah, uh, yeah I mean uh, the girls honestly I mean I feel like we've been written about probably every day yeah. since we mm. released Wannabe you know at least one of us has appeared in one mm-hmm. of the tabloids mm-hmm. somewhere and it you know it doesn't seem to be to be stopping but um, it was hard when I was younger because I think you're kind of figuring out who you are anyway yeah and then you're bombarded with everybody else's opinion on mm-hmm. who you are and I spent a long time thinking oh who am I who do I want to be who do people expect me to be and mm. you know I think this is something that lots of young people growing up go through um, but doing it under a microscope is quite difficult well people get nosier as the searches go along I've realized from doing this podcast for a little while so who is the richest Spice Girl? Who do we think? <laughs> I think it's got to be Victoria, hasn't it? Yeah, her whole fashion empire, you probably. See, the mistake I made is I didn't marry rich. Oh, what? Why not? I like being independently financially, you know, I can look after myself. Um, But yeah, I think it always helps if your other half's got a few quid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And (laughs) they can treat you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Okay, so it's time to scrabble those letters and move from the who's to the how's. So how old is Melcy? I am 47, but my daughter always says, oh, you're 48. She always <laughs> adds, adds a year because I foolishly told her one year I was with the girls in Australia and we flew to LA mm. and you cross the international date line and it oh. was my birthday. So I woke up on two days and it was my birthday. Oh, wow. So she's added a year, which I think is a little bit cruel. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. No. I mean, but can you tell us the skincare secrets? Like you look amazing oh, and really young. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not feeling it. You know, I, do you know what? I do look after myself. I've, you know, always been into keeping fit and yeah, exercise and eating well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and the water. The water's a secret, Plenty of water, is it? Yeah. yeah. And you're just trying to live well. It's hard, I think, trying to get the balance. I found in lockdown, I've really got into like my weekend, mm-hmm. eating nice food, having a few bottles of wine and all of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. which I think when I'm working, because I, you know, work a lot of weekends, mm-hmm. the job I do is quite antisocial sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's probably been a little bit more drinking going on than usual. Yeah. I think that's been the same for everybody, yeah. hasn't it? Uh, the next question is how to pronounce Melanie Chisholm, did I get it right? You did. Ish. You did. This astounds me. Like when I was at school growing up, no one ever struggled saying my name. Oh, really? Yeah. Melanie Chisholm. Everyone called me that. You know, school or the teachers, everyone had it down. Since I've become an adult, 
and traveling, no one seems to be able to say it. You know, and all these people that ring you up and want to talk about some accident you never had, they always call me Chris Holm. And I think there's not even an R in it. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, shut up. Yeah. So do you think you'll always be Melanie C now from now on? You ever, will you ever go to the full name maybe for another, another no, project or something? Do you know what's weird, right? For me, Melanie C is kind of like, the the artist name you yeah know, how I present myself to the world yeah when someone gives me my full title I feel a little bit uncomfortable yeah like you're getting told off or something yeah, yeah. like I'm in my jammies <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's just a little bit too close to home yeah so you need a stage name <laughs> bit of separation yeah. I get that um okay you knew this one was coming we chatted about this off air how much is Mel C worth? <laughs> <laughs> what, my net, net, net worth? Um, I am never going to expose um, <laughs> what money I've got in the bank. But needless to say, um, it's always pumped up by uh, the papers. Of course it is. But, you know, I grew up in a working class area in the northwest of England. And money was tight. Mm. And, yeah, I remember my mum and my stepdad, they mm. worked full-time jobs and they gigged all weekend. And, mm. of course, you know, music was their passion, but they did what they had to do to put food on the table. Mm. So with the success of the Spice Girls and, you know, luckily the the financial rewards that also came with that, um, you know, I, I don't take any of it for granted. Mm. And I think I've grown up with a really good work ethic. Definitely. Never been motivated by the money. Just mm-hmm. really love what I do. Do, but I am very, very grateful that I've been able to have such mm. a, you know, a wonderful life and lovely holidays and to help my family out. And um, yeah, it's a it's a funny one, that, isn't it? People want to know how much money you have. Of course they do. It must be so nice, though, like you say, to be able to help out, you know, your friends and family. And I was reading recently that you helped your brother Paul kind of get his like driving career up and going didn't yeah, you? Yeah absolutely well my brother Paul O'Neill he works in the BTC he actually works for ITV4 he's one of their presenters on the show mm. but he does lots of work in motorsport and he used to be a racing driver and mm. when we were kids he was obsessed obsessed with cars obsessed oh. with F1 but again you know coming from that environment the parents didn't have money for him to go karting like a lot of young drivers start out so when what happened to me happened I knew it was dream and ambition and I just, you know, asked him if he fancied giving it a go. And um, I, you know, obviously I, I helped him on his way and we also found him some little sponsors. And then he kind of just, you know, took it on from there and now he's very established in yeah. motorsport. Yeah. What is the most lavish thing or the wildest thing you've splashed out on, do you think? Um, I did a couple of years. I rented this beautiful house in Barbados Amazing. and I took few friends mm-hmm. and family and we had Christmas and New Year there and that was I mean ugh, just the memories and the most wonderful time we had and it was incredible to be able to do that for you know the people who've been there from the beginning yeah absolutely now another question people are searching how did the Spice Girls get their name Oh, this is a funny one. So we were originally, we were playing around with a few names like all good bands do. Yeah, uh, there's some awful ones. I'm sure there were. There always are. Yeah. So <laughs> we would, uh, we had a working title, you know, a work in progress name. <laughs> we were called Touch, which was pretty Thank hideous. Goodness, Thank changed. goodness that changed. <laughs> and then around that time as well, we were looking at, you know, how we wanted to present ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to find this look because kind of historically looking back at girl bands, there's always been either a coordination or, you know, the girls yep. dressing the same with boy bands as well. Yep. Um, so we were trying to find our niche. What is mm. it? What is it? 
and we did like little baby doll dresses and I looked ridiculous and then we we did a little showcase and we all had Adidas t-shirts and jeans on and you know and some of the other girls were a bit uncomfortable in that so we were just in rehearsals one day and I was in a trackie and Victoria was in, in a nice little dress and Emma was always in a little baby doll dress and we were like why don't we just dress as we do yeah. you know on a daily basis and that you know became what mm. the Spice Girls is about mm. you know about individuality about mm. coming together and um, we just thought well you know we're all different like spices mm. Mm. and that's how Spice we were first, we were called Spice yeah. and then there's a rapper in the US called Spice so we oh, added okay. the girls oh yeah. so were there arguments over the actual names like of, of the Spices or not really so Bit you mean the baby sporty yeah. and all of that yeah okay so those names were given to us by okay. Top of the Pops magazine. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh. So back in the day, in the 90s, Top of the Pops magazine, they used to just give people silly names. Like mm. Britney Spears was Broccoli Spears and Natalie <laughs> Umbrulli was Natalie Umbrella Stand. And this particular week in the mag, they did the spice rack and gave us our names oh. and they just stuck. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't realise that's where it stemmed from. I thought it was yeah. you guys being yeah. like, I'll take that. No. Oh. Autophil has thrown up some other suggestions too. So are you ready for some more questions? I'm ready. Okay. Do the Spice Girls get on? I mean, please say you do. Oh yeah, fundamentally oh. we do. Yeah. I mean, trust me, we <laughs> we have our ups and downs. I bet, you spent a, and you've spent a lot of time there over the years. Yeah. So yeah, you know how to annoy each other, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I and mean, we were so young, yeah. you know, and it, I often say the best thing about the Spice Girls is how different we are. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing about the Spice Girls <laughs> is how different we are because yeah. we truly are, mm-hmm. you know. And when we all come together and we do agree on something, that is when the magic happens. Yeah. But there's lots of to and fro in before yeah. we get to that point. Is there like a, a Spice Girls WhatsApp group on the go or like how often do you get to speak to the other girls? There's a few. There's a few actually. It depends. We saw each other, gosh, it's last year now, isn't it? Kind of when it all kind of got a bit more relaxed. Mm. We have a we all went over to Jerry's and hung out for the afternoon. But um, yeah, we've not all been together for a long time now, mm. but we do stay in touch. Yeah, there's always something that we need to discuss. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, a lot of people searching Spice Girls breakup. <laughs> like, when did you find out like Jerry was leaving? How did that all happen? Was it like a complete shock? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was really shocking. And we were in the middle of a tour. We had two oh, dates yeah. left in Europe. Okay. It was 98. And we were there. I think we had a little break. And then we were going over to the US for three months. Mm-hmm. And we just we were like, what are we going to do? You know, mm. we didn't even know if we'd be, be able to fulfill the, the commitment mm. to the US if they'd booked five girls and four rock up. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, luckily they were ha- happy to take us as a four. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was tough. We all got on a private jet. Oh God, that sounded so lame. <laughs> And a PG. Clang. And um, yeah, because I'm just like remembering what happened. We were flying home. We'd done some dates in Europe and we flew back to the UK to perform on the National Lottery. We were just releasing. (laughs) Yeah, we were just releasing Viva Forever. And yeah, we we just got a call. I think it was a call from lawyers to say that Jerry wouldn't be coming to the show, that she's leaving the band. Wow. And we were like... No, she isn't. She's just having a wobble. What is she going on about? Ginger, what's she like? <laughs> so we did the show and I was given the task of being the fib as, oh yeah, Jerry's not very well. Um, oh, was that which... your task? Yeah, oh God, yeah. Got <laughs> yeah. the short straw there. And I'm not very good at fibbing. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so the fans like to put that on social media just to make me cringe <laughs> even further. But then we spoke to her and yeah, she'd, she'd made her decision and yeah. it was just her time. Um, she just, you know, it was grueling touring, you mm. know, any artist, you know, it's a grueling thing to do. And um, yeah, she just needed a bit of space yeah. and now of course you know obviously as a lot of water's gone under the bridge we you know we respect her decision but it was tough at the time yeah i can imagine yeah pretty dramatic lots of people also searching spice girls olympics i Yay. mean what an amazing experience mm-hmm. talk it through from from your perspective you know when you got the call to do it yeah. and then just how that show came together because it was it was out there wasn't it we talked about doing it for a little while before it happened. But the shows, you know, obviously there was the opening ceremony and then we were part of the closing ceremony and all these artists were getting booked and we weren't getting mentioned and we were like, oh, well, never mind. You were like, we are here. (laughs) Um, And then eventually the call came. So it was actually quite last minute. And I don't know whether they did that to try and keep the element of surprise. Yeah, yeah. Which when it comes to the Spice Girls is impossible. (laughs) Um, So we were so excited to get the call and yeah, we got the show together really quickly we went up to this big rehearsal space I think it was up in Essex because of course we had to rehearse on top of these blooming taxis right oh my god yeah I guess you can't just do that for real on the night can you (laughs) because that's a hazard so we went up to this airfield and the only thing on the taxi was was like just like a rail that we could just hold on to and I mean health and safety where were they on that particular day (laughs) yeah so it was just incredible because we just felt like it was obviously you know being brilliant British, always flying the flag around the world to be at the Olympics and be able to perform again. You know, it was an honour for yeah. us, especially sporty. And um, yeah, we just loved it. And we, we got into the stadium on the day and there were so many incredible people there. You know, Annie Lennox was there, Roger Daltrey and the Who were there, Liam Gallagher was there. I mean, it was just wall to wall, absolute brilliance of Britain. Yeah. And it was such a lovely environment to be in. And with the experience of so many years of doing this, you know, there's so much that we forget. Oh, we were so caught up in other things at the time. We were so busy, we were so tired. And we just said to each other, look, this is going to be over in a flash. Yeah. You know, we have to really take it in. So we're saying, let's look at each other look each other in the eyes you know take all these visuals take it all in yeah and I'm so glad we we said that because we truly did and I can still see it now you know it still feels yeah really really fresh in my mind and um, what a night what an amazing night it was the first time we'd had the opportunity to see what the world was saying Mm -hmm. because Twitter was huge in 2012 and we'd yes. never had it back in the day oh of course so we were watching the whole world like getting excited at fever pitch for the Spice Girls to to be up on that stage so we had a little giggle and <laughs> a little nervous giggle about that we went out the show was flawless and then we had the opportunity to go back to George Michael's place he was holding a big party for everyone and it's the last time I saw George actually it makes me feel quite emotional yeah. Um, but yeah he was so wonderful and so generous and kind that we were all back at his place and he put on a big spread he had a big screen up and it was just yeah a magical night oh an amazing night from, yeah. yeah from start to finish love yeah. that Lots of people also Googling Spice Girls Glastonbury. Ooh. Can you confirm or deny? I feel like Mel B's maybe already let this, let this out that there was a hey, possibility. I can tell you the absolute <laughs> truth on this one. We've never been approached. Stop. Never, ever been approached. Yeah, really? I mean, oh my God, the absolute dream. Mm. You know, I would love to play Glastonbury. In fact, all the girls would. But yeah, haven't yet had that call. 
It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's definitely coming. <laughs> and of course, people are searching, will the Spice Girls tour again? Come on, give us the goss. Okay, so I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but if it was down to me, as soon as we can, we Let's will. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talk about it a lot. And I think there is a lot of, you know, everybody would like to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's complicated yeah, because of, of families and, you know, certain things. But the success of the shows in 2019 and just how much we loved it. Mm-hmm. We, we have to do it. If we don't do it, I'll be very, very cross. <laughs> I don't want to make you cross. <laughs> Okay, it's that time of the show. No, no, don't cry. It's okay. We'll be back. But first, we have to contractually shove some adverts down your ear holes. It's okay, dear listener. Please stay strong. It's just for a minute. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking. I think until ten years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
We've chucked the autofill aside and it's time now for internet tombola. So I've trawled the internet to find the weird and wonderful questions people have been asking about you and posting about you as well. So it might be comments from YouTube, conspiracies, fan art on Tumblr, all sorts really. So let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. It's landed on history. This is a wonderful story. So you met Prince Charles and Nelson Mandela at the same time. So how did that come about? And was that like a proper like pinch me moment? Oh my goodness. I mean, this is one of the insane moments yeah. of being a Spice Girl. And we flew to South Africa. We were performing at the Nation's Trust, big, big gig out there. And we were all invited, all of the artists were invited to Nelson Mandela's home. Mm. And uh, yeah, and Prince Charles was there. There was lot, I rem- one of the artists I remember being there who I've worked with since and I adore, and we'll tell you a funny story about in a moment is Billy Ocean. <gasps> oh, amazing. I love the ocean yeah. absolute legend and it was just an amazing day and we were on this like whirlwind tour and we ended up there in South Africa and we were like we were there for such a short time mm. you know we did the show and I think we actually we were going off somewhere else we jumped in a helicopter and and, as, and I can still see the pictures in my mind now as we were flying away like like all the stadium were like waving at us oh so you could God. just it was incredible um, but yeah to meet such an incredible man and mm-hmm. you know to have spent time in his home as well he, and there was so much protocol always with the Spice Girls we ignored protocol but you know <laughs> you get told all these rules and what you should and shouldn't do and as soon as you know Nelson Mandela arrived it just went out the window he was very warm Aww. and you felt really comfortable in his in his presence you know yeah yeah. Oh, I love that. What's the Billy Ocean story? You've got me, got me hooked now. So I did this show. Um, there's these amazing shows you can do in New Zealand and Australia. They're in wineries. So you get... What a great idea. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm up for this when I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as so soon as I can travel. Touring <laughs> vineyards, yeah. Performing at these venues. And I did a show and Billy Ocean was also on the show. And we, we flew back on the same flight and he was um, sitting on the seat uh, in front of me. Mm-hmm. And we had, being in business, we had our little beds. Yeah. When we landed at Heathrow, he turned around, he said to me, now you can tell your friends you slept with Billy Ocean. <laughs> was amazing but he's great I absolutely love Billy um yeah what a ledge <laughs> uh, let's talk fashion really quickly in the photo where there's a photo of when you met Prince Charles and Nelson Mandela you're wearing a little cut off DKMY top mm-hmm. some some baggy combat trousers and mm-hmm. some trainers so fashion in the Spice Girls did you always get your say or was it a little bit like you're wearing this today. No, I, we always chose what yeah. we wore. Yeah, and that there's a funny story behind that because we all look a little bit dishevelled because our <laughs> bags didn't make it. Oh, really? We were in a rush, yeah. So oh. I think we, that was just like kind of what we'd either travelled in or what we had in our hand luggage or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't the planned outfit. <laughs> I was into it. I was into it anyway. And um, Nelson Mandela called you his heroes, which is <laughs> just so cute, isn't it? Like, yeah. who do you think is the most famous fan that you've got because you've obviously got millions billions around the world but like who's the most famous yeah well we gosh it's incredible the amount of artists i meet younger artists who go a bit gaga when they meet Mm. you because of Mm. course they turn into the like 10 year old selves (laughs) um but i think beyonce is a pretty cool one i mean that name drop yeah bloody hell that's amazing that's pretty awesome isn't it yeah yeah Absolutely. So have you met her? I have met her, but a long time ago when right. she was with Destiny's Child, like, mm. you know, the, the original little setup. Um, yeah, we met at somewhere like, what was that show on Channel 4? 
there's like a music show. It was, I can't remember what it was, but like back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, which was lovely. And they were super excited and have always loved the Spice Girls. So we, oh, yeah, we're really flattered with that one. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. Mm. It's going to take some beating. Okay, next it's landed on Twitter and it's a few tweets we found on the hashtag I am a Spice Girl, obviously celebrating 25 years of the Spice Girls. Uh, Someone saying here, you changed pop and a lot of hearts, including mine. First album I ever bought. I had all the outfits, the dances, the songs. I cried then and I will again. (laughs) But do you look back in amazement still, just, you know, how big you were and the influence you had on an entire generation? Yeah. And generations to come will you know still be discovering you as well that's what really blew our minds when we did the shows in 2019 because you know we always knew you know we'd we'd had this impact and we were really proud of the legacy Mm -hmm. but to see stadiums full of because you know we we still see a lot of our fans you know there are fans that will meet whether at a radio station or a tv show or Mm -hmm. traveling through airports and stuff but to see people en masse and such different people as Mm -hmm. well you know that it it really I don't know I suppose it it just made us realize that impact we'd had on so many people Uh, it's landed on headlines next and this one is from attitude and it says Melanie C on awkward encounter with Madonna does this uh, jog your memory? You got stuck to her dress, oh, right? Don't. I've had a few awkward Madonna moments. <laughs> Have you? Uh, well, please do share. We're here all day. Yeah, so that was one where she was wearing this amazing, I think it was like a Swarovski, Swarovski, can't even say That's it. That's hard to say, yeah. Swarovski crystal dress. And I had, I don't know, I had some silly bracelet on or something. And I, <laughs> I went to say goodbye to her. And yeah, was got slightly attached to her. But it was really awkward because I, I, she was talking to somebody else by this point. And I didn't know if she noticed still just chose to ignore it was happening <laughs> and I was like trying to just get myself free of Madonna so um yeah I kind of that made me cringe for a long time and oh the other one was when I was at a party in LA and um her manager's a friend of mine and I was using his car and he had the keys mm. and I leant over to say oh have you got the keys and he went like this to me oh like kind of you know to the side and it was Madonna that I just leant over and oh. I went oh sorry Madonna I didn't see you there <laughs> sorry love <laughs> and she went yes I am somewhat of a wallflower and I thought oh okay yeah that's that's quite the comment isn't it daggers yeah. but I've seen it since and it's all good okay <laughs> uh, any more awkward encounters that you want to share while you're here? Um, I'm sure there's been many <laughs> uh, who have you been quite starstruck to meet because obviously we're like we're saying lots of people are like oh, to meet you yeah. you know fans that have loved you since they were younger but mm-hmm. who have you been quite sort of blown away by meeting definitely Madonna we yeah. met her at the MTV Music Awards in New York in 97 mm-hmm. and I, I remember again you know plain as day going in being invited into her dressing room and the girls going Melanie better sit down otherwise she's gonna fall down like, <laughs> thanks girls um yeah so that was I mean for me she was my idol growing up and mm-hmm. she did everything that I wanted to go on and do mm. you know the the big productions the choreography the great mm. pop music and um yeah so meeting her was really cool and then the other one that springs to mind is stevie wonder i just <gasps> grew up you yeah, know amazing loving what his music total icon. 
yeah and so to meet him was super special and there's a really funny picture because both Emma and I had grown up you know listening to our parents music loads of Motown loads of Stevie and we got to do the show we were in Modena um, doing a show with Luciano Pavarotti oh wow and Stevie was there too and uh, yeah we, we went into his dressing room to say hi and there's a picture and like everyone's smiling <laughs> and me and Emma are just like open mouth just speechless oh my god yeah so um, yeah that's a great memory as well and then at the end of the show you know the the old um encore or the what do they call it at the end when all the artists go on stage the finale whatever the, when they make everybody go and bloody sing and everyone hates them anyway <laughs> we did one of those but we didn't mind this one because stevie was like just jamming and singing spice girls spice girls oh wow so, amazing yeah it was really cool Anyone that you'd like to meet, anyone that you're a huge fan of that you're yet to kind of cross paths with, uh, you know, an event or a, or a award do or whatever. It is incredible. Actually, my boyfriend always laughs at me because, you know, whenever we're going somewhere and somebody's there and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know them. Like, of course you do. <laughs> it's like, Didn't you know, you know I've met yeah. them ages yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> being a Spice Girl, we have met so many amazing people. There's one person I never got the opportunity to meet, um, which I wish I had, and that's Freddie Mercury. Because oh, he's yeah. Yeah, a big idol of mine. Yeah. But, you know, sadly, he passed away a long time before Spice Girls began. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and that is it. Melanie C, Woo! you completed Celebrity Search Engine. How did you find it? Yeah, it was really fun, actually. I quite like the way you delve into some areas that aren't usually, you know, gotten into. Yeah, we like to get the tea. So before yeah. we let you go, one final question. Who would you like to nominate to go through this experience sometime soon? Ooh. A friend of yours, maybe, or someone that you're quite curious to find out more about? I think maybe another Spice Girl would be fun. Because yeah. it'd be interesting to hear their take on some of the questions. That's it. And they'll spill more of your awkward moments as well. Yes, Ideal. they will. They'll throw me <laughs> under that bus. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't miss a future episode. Lots more special guests coming your way, so trust me when I say you do not want to miss anything. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and rating. It would be greatly appreciated. And let us know in the review or over on social media who you'd like to see us chat to next. Melanie C has nominated a fellow Spice Girl, but who would you like to see? We are at Celeb Search Engine on Instagram. Until next time, thanks for using the Celebrity Search Engine. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.